1: To Strange Familiars. How are you doing, Allison?
2: I'm doing fine.
1: On this off day for Strange Familiars,
2: we never record on a Sunday. I mean, whatever day you're listening to this.
1: (laughs) But it's a special episode for everyone for Halloween. So happy Halloween, everyone. This is an episode we recorded some questions from our patrons and from Monster Fuzz patrons, and we got together with Monster Fuzz for our annual Halloween show fuzzy familiars strange fuzz which would be a good guitar pedal a strange the strange fuzz mm-hmm. i think somebody did make rob a monster fuzz guitar pedal
2: does he play guitar
1: yeah oh okay. <laughs> just, just cool anyway so that's what this episode is so it's a bonus for everyone i hope you enjoy it happy halloween again before we get to it just want to mention our patrons so thank you patrons Not only did you provide the questions for the Strange Familiars, half of the questions for this episode, but you support Strange Familiars and you make it possible for us to bring you the show every week, as well as, if you're a patron, bonus shows every month. At least one full bonus episode of Strange Familiars every month. Some months we do more. We might have three this month for Halloween for our patrons.
2: That's ambitious, Tim.
1: We've already released two. There might be a third in time for Halloween.
2: Halloween's very close. You realize that?
1: I do realize okay, that. Okay. I do realize that. There may be three exclusive episodes for our patrons this month. We'll see. If not, there'll be another one in early November. But
2: this is for everyone.
1: This is for everyone. Everyone gets to hear this one. It's so, a
2: very egalitarian Halloween special.
1: Yes, we try to do that as well around Halloween. In any case, if you'd like to support us, help us continue making the show, and get extra content, you can become a patron at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. You can also support us through Apple Podcasts and get the commercial-free weekly episodes as well as the extra episodes monthly that way. Again, on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. If you want to make a one-time donation, there's also a paypal.me link in the show notes for every episode at strangefamiliars.com. And for Strange Familiars merch, t-shirts, patches, stickers, tote bags, go to strangefamiliars.com slash merch. All right, let's get into this talk with Robin Amen from Monster Fest. All right, so we have uh, strange familiars and monster fuzz here. We've got Allison. Say hello, Allison.
2: Hi, everybody.
1: Says we'll let the ladies go first. Yeah. <laughs> what a gentleman! <laughs> but uh, monster fuzz, Robin, Amon are here. What are you doing? You know How are do do you? Yo. Our annual Halloween get together.
3: Can you believe that it's been? This is our third year doing this. By the way, mm. nice. That's cool. That? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yes! Yeah, wow. I kind of, it kind of seems like uh, it's only been like two, and then I, I was thinking about. It. I think I was talking to him about. It. I was like, "Has it been three And it has been three. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. this is the third yeah. year now. So, so it very awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool.
1: The third annual, third annual yeah. Halloween. <laughs> 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 so so we're answering questions yeah. from listeners, and we we've got from uh, Strange Village patrons and from Monster Fuzz patrons, right? I've got mm-hmm. questions.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we basically kind of figured that for today. Um, we would just field some spooky questions, kind of um, see what people want us to answer. There's a, there's a lot of good stuff actually got, has come in, Tim. I was looking at some of the ones on your Discord, and there's uh, some, some really interesting stuff there. Yeah, man. So take, got some good ones. Yeah, good. gives a go.
1: So this is a fun one. So you have to imagine there's a battle royale. It's a cage <laughs> match. <laughs> <laughs> and the question is, you got Bigfoot... Versus Mothman, versus Flannelman, mm. versus three gray aliens.
3: Ooh. Who's that gonna man. win? Lot going on there. Yeah, um, Allison, what are you thinking?
2: Well, I mean, the aliens have the numbers.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. They are,
4: they
1: yeah, are, but they're little guys, yeah, quite weak looking.
2: Yeah. yeah, but do they have
1: the tech? See, do, do mm. the aliens have the tech, and does Flannelman have the axe? Right? Either. Yeah. Flat- and then
2: Big Bigfoot has the. LeBron, right this is
4: kind of like a sort of a wwf type tornado <laughs> type tournament uh, or whatever you know where you've got like yeah. those, those small guys who are agile mothman to me seems like the kind of dude he'll he'll sort of like a like a japanese anime he'll control your mind from a distance but if you get yeah, in close get... yeah like bigfoot will do a spin and pile driver
1: kind of a thing on him <laughs> i figured he'd fly up to the top of the yeah. cage the mothman and just kind of hang out let everybody else you know, yeah. beat on each other for fly, a while and then he fly, sort fly of fly
4: just kind of <laughs> flutter around the headlights. <laughs> for yeah. a while.
1: By the way, this question is from Joseph on Discord. I'm using everybody's screen name because I didn't take the time to yeah. do otherwise. And <laughs> some right. people, I don't know their name in real life, I only know their screen name. So no one get offended. I'm using whatever your screen name was. Mm.
3: Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I think if you're talking, Flannel Man can kind of be, um, he's sort of spectral almost, right?
1: Can be certainly.
3: So he might have the edge on some of them. Aliens are an unknown quantity. Also, Bigfoot we yeah. know is a real life kind of creature. In terms of Bron,
4: he like Bigfoot's definitely the the
3: strongest guy there. But you just don't know what aliens are packing, like you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, Bigfoot's hard to
1: hurt, but there, you know there there have been actual like I, it wasn't at Skinwalker Ranch. I think it was at one of these other ranches where they had all this paranormal stuff happening, where they saw like gray aliens with with a Bigfoot and these people like came walking up to it and the gray alien like pushed a button and the Bigfoot fell over dead (laughs) and they said basically with the message was like don't mess with us like yeah
3: that's I think. Yeah. Bad. Like,
4: yeah. There, there was another story from uh, Skinwalker Ranch, wasn't there, where a portal opened up in the sky and a Bigfoot fell out of it and like landed on his face and he was like, "That was really painful." And then just sort of scurried <laughs> away. So, I heard that story before. So if yeah, if the aliens are using tech like that and yeah. sort of portaling people, we we've, around we've the, the Bigfoot on a helicopter story. That's right, he came down so, and took a lady's underwear yeah, off the line and then a... got back in his helicopter and went away. Uh, <laughs> arguably one of the greatest stories of modern times.
3: There was right. was a story that we read where Bigfoot was in the back of a helicopter and he kind of like SWAT team abseiled down into someone's garden and robbed her underwear. Yeah, and just went back. His name that. was Arnold Lane. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, if I was to put my money on it, I'm going with aliens just because they're an unknown quantity and they could do anything.
1: Yeah, I think I think they've got too much going on. Like like mm. tech wise or whatever, yeah. however they do what they do. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with the, the graves. I don't want them. I I want Bigfoot to yeah, win, but I yeah. think I'm gonna have to go with the graves. Maybe it'll be
4: Is anyone like-
2: else imagining them in satin shorts? <laughs> <laughs> of I can't get past it. I would like I like I imagine Bigfoot, he's accidentally gotten a size just like a half size too small, <laughs> uncomfortable. And then the the shorts on the on the grays are a little too big, and they have them like really cinched up with like a. They have something like tied around them to get them. And, and everyone's being compromised by the satin shorts. Yes. <laughs> in,
3: in
4: spite of how technologically advanced they have, they just have rope to make sure the shorts <laughs> don't <laughs> fall down. Yeah, Like boxers,
3: kind of. that kind of, kind of yeah. oh, We massive. have not mastered no, the
1: wrestling onesie. We've
3: mastered <laughs> interplanetary
1: travel, but the onesie is beyond
4: uh, That that you uh, you would imagine in a in a society. Or civilization that far advanced WWE pro wrestler probably never got to the lofty heights it did with us mere mortals.
3: <laughs> Can we get strange familiars kickboxing shorts, Tim? Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I would definitely wear those. Yeah, same. Yeah.
4: <laughs> They'd be like, that kickboxer really let himself go.
2: <laughs> Tim actually has a pair of like red shiny shorts, which I refer to as those kind of shorts, and nice. I will not allow him to wear them out of the house. They're they <laughs> strictly an in-the-house kind of shorts.
3: Yeah, we have me and Eamon because we're big weebs like we're into Japanese stuff uh, we bought these kind of um, drop oh, crotch the, kind of yeah. like uh, Japanese they're like pants. samurai Bushido type yeah, pants and we were kind of discussing Eamon was like I'll wear them outside the house when I'm in Dublin like because no one knows yeah, no one me but in my hometown I'm not yeah. wearing them I wore them once <laughs> on the
4: streets of Wexford and it was I was it was like the scarlet letter <laughs> what has this man done yeah, it, was, it was awful
1: when I was in my 20s I was trying to wear like tab shoes i was trying to make that you know like a fashion thing and then it just did yeah i ended <laughs> up giving them will, yeah. to somebody else i was like yeah this isn't gonna work <laughs> small town
3: like small town fashion is not the same as city fashion like no, no. like there's a lot of people that i see that live in a city and i'm like you wouldn't last five no, minutes no. in wagsford walking up the town like there's a great there's a great collection of memes and i'll send them to you sometime uh, mm-hmm. about people in ireland trying to wear different clothes and this woman tweeted <laughs> she was like um thought I looked nice today in my red beret and I was five minutes walking down the road and someone called me super Mario. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's like, it is pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, you get stuff like that. I think I was wearing something like black and white one time and people, people just kept calling me Beetlejuice. So, you know, it's, um, you can't really, or if you wear red and black stripey top, it's like Freddy Krueger. Freddy Kroom, the menace. Yeah. I think my,
4: my right, mom right. lived in New York for years. Uh, and when she came back, she used to wear like a kind of a cowboy hat, or it's not a cowgirl hat, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, as soon as she came back, they were all like, What the fuck is on your head? Blah, blah, blah. Like the <laughs> Irish people are just no chill. They're so, so rude about it. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll shame. Yeah, it, it can get pretty bad. Yeah, we need them like lobsters
3: trying to escape from a bucket. Here's one that I've ask you a little topical kind of question. Uh, They asked for the top three, but if each of us gives one, because I don't think there's that many of them. uh, So Freddie Treble writes in, he says, what's your top three favorite Halloween themed spooky songs? So let's just say one each. So I'll go with, I think it has to be kind of Thriller. Yeah, you've definitely taken that from me. Yeah, Yeah, Thriller is one of them. Um, um if you if you were to have a if you had to think about it, there probably is some cool spooky sounds that aren't obviously spooky i have a shameful What's shameful bad? one here um, <laughs> more than thriller yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: yes actually <laughs> quite bad i believe the video for this it shows a uh, young handsome singers turning into werewolves and oh, dracula handsome. type and it was Backstreet Boys, Backstreet's back, back Alright, uh, they have um, They turn into various monstrous Entities Yeah, That's uh, not scary I Well, I, it would be scary if if Nick, <laughs> Nick Lachey if was singing <laughs> And then turned into a giant werewolf That would be unnerving um, I, I'm trying to think of like Actual good Halloween songs There isn't very many Yeah, like Thriller <laughs> is a, objectively A good song
3: Yeah, I mean,
4: you
2: got Vincent Price. I mean, that's that's really true, actually. Yeah, um, Tim,
3: have you got any? Mm, It's a tough one, right? Because I feel like there's songs that would make you feel like uneasy, right? Um, So, so
1: I have one that's like, like, in my heart, right? So, in my heart, I'm gonna go with like a traditional song, it would actually be the song that Eamon and I did last year. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, Tamlin, yeah. Hamlin, which is a very much a traditional Halloween song, but to be like more on the fun on the pop culture thing, mm-hmm. I will go with Halloween. Yeah, not by the Misfits, oh. but by Sawin. The next band oh. after the Misfits, their version was a little little doomier, a little slower, a little little cooler. I think. Oh, they didn't have the fast like
4: I remember Halloween. It was like a <laughs> no, slower, they, they slowed it, like, it
1: down, and cool, they did like cool. they had like a, a like Latin in it and stuff. And, oh you know, oh. I gotta check that out.
3: Actually, I suppose the Halloween theme is a great Halloween song, right? Yeah. From
1: the movie. John Carpenter's
3: oh, yeah. yeah. stuff, yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I mean, that's a there. And, like, look, how is that... No one mentioned Monster Mash. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or the laughs> I mean, missed Misfits are and... essentially
1: just Monster Mash over and over
3: again. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, but I, I feel like there's a lot of sad songs out there that I just am um, drawing blanks or, like, kind of spooky eerie tunes that I'm... Um... There's a couple of songs that have that vibe, but they're not really scary. One would be, like... The the Foggy Jew, uh when Shanette O'Connor yeah. sings. Yeah. It, that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
4: think it gives you, maybe it's because of the name of the song, or because I know when Conor McGregor was fighting, yeah. there was green mist yeah, everywhere, yeah. so it kind of reminds you of, you know, the fog oh. or something like that. Yeah. And it's yeah. Well,
3: it's an anti war song, so it does have, like, it is mm. trying to portray a picture of. Um, it's the kind of thing you want played as loads of disembodied pirates I suppose, <laughs>
4: ransack your,
3: your village or whatever. Yeah. there's probably a few old sea C- shanties out there that are ah, pretty yeah. as Yeah, tr-
4: well. see, I'm trying to even video wise a skit like something that's a scary video because there's like thriller is a great yeah, scary. Like just, when I saw that as a kid, it spooked me out. Yeah, probably it could have just been Michael Jackson. Yeah, maybe I, 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 knew, so. I knew. I knew I was like something's not right Danger, here. It's out. <laughs>
2: All
3: the alarm bells. You me.
2: were a small, a, a young. Boy, that was probably... A wise decision. <laughs> yeah,
3: totally. But the
4: funny thing was, like, I remember <laughs> being a kid. It's such a such a strange time because, like, I don't know, being seven or eight or whatever, and people talking about how class Michael Jackson was. Mm. Like, I don't know if there's anything like that nowadays for no, kids, you know? Or just like Logan Paul or be,
3: something. Yeah, maybe, yeah them so. lads. Yeah, they're for sure. They'd they'd be on yeah. that level for sure. Like yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, I remember in the eighties, nineties, there was less to do and less That's spots true, for yeah. influence. And to
4: be fair, Michael Jackson never tried to sell us twenty dollar bottles of soda or whatever no, so no. it was good know. in
3: that <laughs> way i suppose he just put his giant statues in loads of different european countries <laughs> which was much more modest and kind of nice of him you know uh tim you got any questions there for us um well allison didn't give her song which
2: oh well um oh. i mean i guess for this sort of on the on the nose like teenage thing i guess i'll just go with susie's version of her song halloween i'll just go with that Right. But there was a film strip when we were kids that we would watch in elementary school. Like, um, I guess maybe that that technology is a little bit beyond. Like, you guys probably didn't have film strips. You're a little bit younger.
4: Yeah, we did not read really yeah. That was like the so, in the roll. Yeah, so there was one yeah, with yeah. for
2: a hot like Halloween, which had like the dancing skeletons and the and the music in the background oh. and. It was is this like and it, it was, kind of look like a Disney kind of a cartoon? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it might I have even this. been this. I remember seeing thing. this as yeah. a
4: kid and thinking it was awesome. <laughs> uh, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's what I always think of because they would turn the lights down and then it would sing. They would sing this Halloween song, and I was that's, like, "Oh yes, it's yeah, almost yeah. here." <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's great.
1: All right, so Tiger Jin from Patron, Patreon rather says, Have you all ever heard of Flannel Man, Bunny Man, or these disembodied legs before Strange Familiars? Hmm. To which I say, uh, Flannel Man, yes. Bunny Man, I can't recall. Maybe I heard of, like, the Bunny Man of legend, or, well, the one that made yeah. the news in the 70s around Washington, D.C. The bridge and all
5: that,
1: yeah. Yeah, disembodied legs is a no, not before Strange Familiars.
3: Do, 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 do. Because to we're kind of yeah like i think the first time i seen any kind of bunny man in any sort of way it was donnie darko probably right and that's not related mm. at all to yeah. that kind of thing um well
4: it's to be fair it could have been inspired mm. lo- like it doesn't yeah, follow that true. narrative or whatever yeah. I, but yeah I,
3: I
1: believe the guy who created donnie darker said it was inspired by the the ah. uh, the bunny man reports from uh virginia yeah yeah,
4: yeah. i sure. think i think i might have known about definitely flannel man disembodied legs well, see, in Ireland, you have lots of weird stories that the, the, the ancients used to tell us about lads who'd get beheaded and the head would be rolling around town and stuff like that. So we've right, yeah. stories, but, um, <laughs> I don't think anything as kind of that, that sort of the disembodied legs seem like it's, it's kind of like they're, do you ever see like a shadow person kind of evaporate?
1: I, I mean, haven't personally. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So,
4: so sort of like it always brings that to me. Like, like when there's videos where you kind of see him dis, disappear or whatever and uh, it always that that the disembodied legs to me feel like they're kind of they're not it's not just like a a straight line that's cut if that makes sense it's like they're sort of missed they're 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 not quite in reality if that makes sense
3: Mm-hmm. i don't even know about the disembodied legs i've never it's like bigfoot even...
4: legs but there's no okay. foot and stuff like right. there's lots of little i've
3: never even heard anything about that i don't think yeah no
4: i definitely heard it on strange familiars yeah. as well but i think i might have but definitely flannel man that blew my mind when i
3: was listening to one of your earlier episodes before i'd ever spoken to you i was like whoa yeah you're you're known for kind of popularizing flannel man tim yeah
1: yeah i think so yeah. i mean we definitely didn't invent it it was a term that i saw on the internet years before i ever started the podcast but oh, wow. yeah i think we we started talking about it and and uh, people started you know calling with their stories which has been a yeah. cool thing
4: Been a re- yeah really cool thing it's always like a, i always it always gets me thinking because we've talked about this before about sort of entities manifesting as different things like could potentially flannel man and the disembodied legs be the same thing? Right behind, right. you know. I know we've talked about it before as well. So I'm always really interested that sort of stuff and me and rob get into the sort of physical bigfoot versus the
3: yeah i'm team physical team yeah i'm team, physical, yeah. I'm team <laughs> metaphysical so yeah we're the- <laughs> i'm i'm in the more i kind of if i have to commit to it i think what i what i see about the other side of it is like it's it, it, when you kind of attribute like a bigfoot to kind of all might be some kind of spirit then I think you can, it sort of blurs the lines with almost everything then. You know, you can say that mm. everything everyone sees is that kind of thing. So I Yeah, kind of, yeah. For, I think that's exactly where
4: what yeah. I believe. Like, yeah,
3: the, for the sure. No, you're right, there. but that's what I'm saying is, like, for me, that kind of takes some of the cryptids yeah. out of the conversation then when yeah, you say yeah. that that's possible for it, all of them. It's true. You, know what I'm but you it is have really, to draw a line somewhere,
4: I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a real funny one because I know, like, my dad, say, might ask me about the podcast, and he's like, "Tell me, like what are you actually going on about it? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, so, you know, you know, Bigfoot. And then I'd be like explaining how it's a metaphysical thing that manifests. And it's like, you know, the, the jinn dads, they, this is in the Islamic books of, and you know, the lesser key of Solomon. And he's just like, he's just eventually, he's like what what happened to you I thought you're yeah, so excited about having a child and here, here I am
5: disappointed
3: again <laughs> no even in the park, uh, when when we were uh, I had that interview I was trying to kind of explain it, and then you realise when you're talking to someone that's just not really in our world at all about oh, this stop. stuff yeah you can't you're like oh Ed, I sound ridiculous not like, <laughs> when you're about when you're doing it like when we're all doing it together it's all like minded people and you're like this is awesome and then you're doing it with just an, an interview guy, you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to I'm out you. here trying to advocate for Chinese bigfoot all of a sudden. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, but he <it> is real. <laughs> um no it is a, it, it's a strange one with the we did a lot of time uh recently. We've been we've been kind of um covering a lot of uh near death experiences. Have you had many of those kind of call ins on the pod or anyone writing in about near death experiences? We've had a
1: couple. Um yeah, it's yeah, so that's gets uh, into. Ter- it's not that I don't want to cover it, but it's mm-hmm. such a um
2: downer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be very, very intense.
3: Yeah, can, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's yeah, and true. and as well, it can it can be very like what we kind of discovered was, because um, like it, it just so happened at the time, like myself and Eamon were both reading books on it, and we were kind of like, yeah, we should do an episode about it, because obviously. It ties in with a lot of stuff that you talk about, especially with Afterlifes. And even even <laughs> if you want to get more abstract, like myself and Emin have done episodes on simulation theory, so you mm, could even get yeah, more abstract with it. and stuff like that, yeah. But there is a lot of this kind of... Um, it ties in with a lot of the more sort of um, out there kind of spiritual stuff, which is very interesting. And uh, some of the spirits that people have claimed to have been visited by, it kind of all ties in really nicely with ghost stories, I think you
1: know oh yeah yeah um my my know. co-author Josh who wrote where the Footprints end with me he ecology of souls is like a two book set with three books if you consider the he's got a third book of appendixes and stuff mm. uh that's basically this that's the thing is basically you know everything is death and ghosts and everything like mm. everything in the paranormal is like a, that's his kind of uh, overall theory of all that stuff very interesting
4: mm. like it's just sort of this it's almost like the quantum and that it's a big cloud of possibility and then a thing pops out when it's regarded. If that makes sense, probably doesn't make sense. (laughs) But like, it's all these things exist in kind of a mesh, I suppose. And then they manifest as different things. Is that kind of, am I
1: reading? I mean, that's kind of it, but I mean, he, he definitely ties it all to death. Like it's all, it all has to do with, and it's like, Josh is a pretty, you know, looking at the two of us, I always say like. Who uh, the, between the two of us, no one would expect him to be the guy that that knocks out uh, three books on death. Okay. <laughs> Looking at like like, <laughs> it was just like pointed to me, like yeah, it's going to be him. But no,
2: yeah, like, and and the fact that he loves fairy so much, you just don't see him and think
3: although oh, i bet that guy's really in the fairies yeah yeah fairies and i mean even the fair yeah there's a lot of that hair right? we all, haven't yeah. we haven't touched on much of that at all like and that's such a big part no, of irish it's a big culture. part of
4: yeah old irish culture Folklore especially because we like and this is what i was saying when kind of your grandparents or your great handies or whatever would tell you the stories they had like they were like um a collection of ghost stories for a certain area mm-hmm. and you'd have all those kind of things that, you know, the be the heads rolling down the, the, the country road and all that sort of stuff. Um, but there's a, I had a, a book of Wexford folklore and sure enough stories like that are there, uh, disembodied heads that's mm. come after you and you have to get them away with a, a pot of broth or something. It's always something like that, you know, you yeah. kind yeah. of appease them and all the rest of it.
3: A, a bit of a sacrifice.
1: Someday, day, hundreds of years in the future, someone will be writing a a book on Wexford folklore, and they'll be using Monster Fuzz as yeah. sources. <laughs> day, day <And> <laughs> source yep. exactly, <laughs> God,
3: exactly. God forbid, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to be, we've muddied the folkloric pools. Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's some
4: some <laughs> entity watching us, shaking its head. No, no one knows what's coming in the future. <laughs> uh, I can
2: see the cover with the the helicopter with the the drop down ladder Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigfoot going, just having underwear in his hand that'll be the cover bigfoot hovering above yeah. wexer And bro. i mean
4: say what you want about about bigfoot i i never really took him for a pervert so i'm i'm upset i both think that story's brilliant but it, it does sully the good name of bigfoot <laughs> are you, are i mean
2: a knuckle-dragging big hairy beast <laughs> is that not
3: yeah he doesn't understand on the complexity of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it you next time, or is it me?
1: It's you, I it's believe.
3: Me. Right? Okay. So let's go. <laughs> I want not ask this one. Save that one for last, just just <laughs> in case we get in trouble. Um, did you guys watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Ooh, Not much. Not, not much. I watched it a lot. <laughs> Ali, did you watch Buffy?
2: Oh, we we watched it very briefly. I think that was on hmm, probably at a time when we were very poor and could not pay for TV.
5: Yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had we now to be fair, we never had the the cable channels or whatever here. I've always grown yeah. up with the terrestrial channels, but Buffy was yeah, on yeah. TV three once a week as I was a fourteen year old, uh, and I made sure to
2: watch every episode <laughs> <laughs> of Buffy. Um. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah,
4: cause
2: we of it, Or just the paranormal elements we Of had course, the, we, had in of course.
1: we had an ad read, what, about a year and a half ago For some kind of, like, Buffy podcast uh, Remember that, album? Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah yeah, I wonder if they're still going strong.
1: I, you know, we I, had to pretend we had to, we knew what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I
4: remember hearing that ad on different podcasts. I don't think I heard it on your guys's one. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, the Watchers or something it was called. Yes, right? yeah, uh, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, shout out to watchers. Yeah, the really Watchers. Yeah, the Rewatcher. Yeah, that was it. The Rewatcher because Giles yeah. obviously was uh, the Watcher and he okay. helped Buffy with you know.
3: Um, the I read the
4: comics for years after the show ended. That I think they released another three seasons, yeah. and I was like buying season eight in comic book and stuff.
3: The reason I ask is our patron Bill Clinton's dick was asking, <laughs> What <laughs> is your favorite <laughs> that, that thing could tell its own stories. <laughs> 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 Uh, I have him on as a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he was just asking off our favourite episodes are I really like that one, the silent episode. The hush, yeah, yeah hush yeah, yeah, is yeah. a great episode. That's, that's uh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that that would be mine. that's a
4: great one. There's another one, The Body, which is brilliant, uh where they Buffy's Mom is dead and they're trying to bring her back. All right. Or once someone's trying to bring her back, but she's gonna come back as a zombie, and there's mm-hmm. all this part where you see their silhouette zombie-ish mm-hmm. coming into the window. Um, but yeah, I think Hush is definitely the standout one. I believe they won uh, a Grammy or something oh, for that. Yeah. Um,
3: some of them are legitimately quite good. Like, are, like, there yeah. are, there was a couple where they were like kind of just, you know, like the Hush episode was yeah. like let's just try and make something that's a bit more really cool. out of the box than might would yeah. normally. Expect. I think
4: in Angel they did one where he like turned into a puppet All for right. an episode. Like they would have kind of fun with. That. And to be fair, X Files used to do stuff like that now yeah. and then as well. Uh, arguably, Buffy had. Well, you could say for X Files as well. I don't want to say bad episodes, but filler episodes. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, like twenty-four episodes, but maybe only six of them were really strongly tied together, and the rest was kind of like a monster of the week type mm-hmm. thing. Um, also,
1: was I was paid to speak at an X Files convention? Oh, nice. class! Really, really nice convention. They like catered food, awesome. and I never seen an episode of the x-files <laughs>
4: <laughs> how did how did that uh how did that speech go or the presentation
1: well i was just talking about bigfoot so I
4: was
3: able to about bigfoot. <laughs> you're kind of yeah you're kind of like me in that regard i've only seen maybe three or four x-files episodes i think yeah i, I didn't i never watched
4: this like the full thing i did see two episodes that come to mind one was uh the guy tombs who could get through the he could fit into narrow ventilation pace and then oh. he'd eat someone's liver and he was like 400 years old oh or something.
2: yeah <laughs> oh yeah that one was actually really, really freaky creepy. Yeah.
4: and there was one that they banned from tv i believe it was called home and it was about the neanderthal brothers i don't know if that rings any bells
2: oh i don't think i saw that yeah one.
4: i it's not a good idea to like it's 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 deeply unsettling. Um, but they did. They 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 showed it once on Fox or whatever, and then it was banned for like a decade. Uh, but wow! It's very I mean, very unsettling. It, it,
2: is it supposed to be playing off of like those movies, like My uh, Brothers Keeper and stuff, where those sort of incestuous
4: yeah brothers yeah.
2: live in like in a house together and just Yorkels. Great documentary, <laughs> by the way. Have, have you guys seen
1: that documentary? I haven't seen Brother, it. No, Brothers Keeper. No. Oh fantastic documentary really was, really good i, I watched some
3: i watched some i don't know if you guys have seen the youtube channel the software underbelly
2: um oh i've seen some things from that yeah yeah where they interview people yeah. like like people who are like methods or like yeah you know, like they just do documentaries about
3: so i think he went to i think now virginia i'm not quite sure or maybe it was Kentucky. I could have been Kentucky, but uh, he went to a, a really rural area and um, he met with a family that was kind of literally like that. Super like, inbred yeah, like, yeah, it was like a family of yokels. <laughs> oh, no. it was pretty great. No, it was actually pretty grim. It was yeah, yeah. like some of them were like kind of not really verbal and stuff like that. And um, right. so it's, it's like generations of inbreeding, kind yeah. of thing, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, what, I can't remember the name of them. I don't know if you guys will remember them. It's in the mountains in Appalachia. They'll have these trails that go up um, on either side of the road. And they're kind of like really rural when you go up these trails, like, and people live on either side of these trails. You can hear the banjos and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. and they're they're We're
2: living not, in like trailers that yeah. don't have four sides to them. They just have three and maybe some plastic. Yeah. And ah, yeah, right, the, right. the amount of poverty, like uh, <laughs> rural poverty in Appalachian America mm. is like, kind of unfathomable, but they're so remote mm-hmm. that it's not like going to like an inner city where you can see the poverty yeah, yeah. for your own eyes. The, the people are in very remote pockets and, and just kind of escape all social safety nets and, um,
1: God,
4: so
2: knowledge it... of the wider world. the Amish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I was learning how to play banjo, we would go to these, um, old time music festivals and we went to one on the top of a mountain in West Virginia. and my friend Todd was there he was actually from Georgia Mm -hmm. and we we met because we were kind of learning from the same same guy who was Mm -hmm. teaching us call banjo Mm -hmm. and Todd's like hey come over I want you to meet my friends and he takes me over to this it was this whole family they were from somewhere in Kentucky and uh, they the grandfather had made all their instruments and they've been playing together their, their whole life and they were playing songs I knew and I'm, I'm standing there. Like you just, you know, I had my banjo with me mm. and, but I'm just watching them. And they said, dude, we jump in and play. And like, I knew the songs, but I couldn't play with them. Oh. It's so weird. They had this like unique, like timing and, and uh, right. was, they'd been playing together forever. Like I, I recognized the songs. I could like, and I could play these songs. Mm. I was just like, nah, I can't, I can't like, I couldn't was do it.
3: a tempo thing. Or was it just like the, I, the I chemistry think, was just such that it was just really weird to drop in
1: yeah I think it was just they'd been playing together their whole life and mm. I, it was just completely alien to me. it's just I just didn't fit but like, you to know like
2: next to BG <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, we were hanging out and then after we left my, Todd's like, hey you know the the grandfather from that clan he makes all their instruments and and I visited him before and he said this guy lived in like a one-room shack and he burnt tires for fuel. Jesus. So so everything's black. And he said he never took a shower and he would surround his bed with lie every night. He'd put a circle of lie around his bed so the bugs wouldn't get to him.
3: How is he still alive? I mean, I I don't know. know. is one of the most like, do you know what lie is, Emin? It's like stuff that you put.
4: Oh yeah, they used to like throw into the rivers. No,
3: I think you use it to like uh, for like graves and stuff like that. You kind of put it to kill any vegetation or anything around this place, right? That's lie. I'm fairly sure. Because L L Y E, isn't it? Yes, L Y E.
4: The only thing I know of it from is that Killing a Scully Irish TV show. Like, would
3: these be the same outsiders
4: that threw bags of lie into the river, left us without a salmon (laughs) ever knowing? Yeah, it's like a comedy show in Ireland. But yeah, that's that's (laughs) the
3: Appalachian. um, spots i'm talking about are actually called the hollers i was looking for ah. there for them but that, those are those little off roads that go up into the up into the mountains kind of um and from what i've seen like obviously i'm not from uh there but a lot of people say that um Like each one can be totally different. Like you can go up one and it's kind of maybe sort of well to do people almost, but then you can go up another and it's like fairly rural and can get quite Mm -hmm. sketched the further you go up, you know?
6: Yeah.
1: Uh, Traveling through Appalachia, the the scariest uh, kind of. hillbilly kind of rednecks i ever ran into was not in appalachia it was actually up in vermont Oh yeah. and i walked into a bar to ask for directions and it was like these guys dropped everything they were doing and oh, luckily there was a very nice bartender a woman who was working there who, who backed these guys off but it was like immediately going to be a fight i'm like oh. wow just for asking for directions i was like <laughs>
3: yeah um yeah, yeah. And so you guys right, so this is something that we've we've had a pronunciation. So you guys will say Appalachia. We use like I used to say Appalachia, but then when I watch some of the stuff from that area, they'll say Appalachia.
1: Okay. It's so it's that this has changed. Some right. of these things changed. When I was learning banjo, one of the guys I was um took a few classes from from West Virginia, he literally said if I hear one of you say Appalachia, you're out of my class. Like oh. it's, it's Appalachia, <laughs> okay. but then it changed over time, and now everybody says no, it's Appalachia, and it's Appalachian, So I think it's whatever you know. I think yeah. I think right now it's Appalachia, but it, I think before it was uh, Appalachia. So you know, you know the way these things go. Yeah. yeah. Usually, usually as NPR changes their pronunciation, so does everyone else.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So I think it's your turn, Tim. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, and let me go ahead and say we are not going to get to all these questions, no, but uh, no way.
3: No. yeah, <laughs> no way. yeah, we'll,
1: we'll do our best here. <laughs> Let me find a good funny one here. Um, well, somebody I have a
3: lot of nonsense ones. Them so by the way, um, <laughs> but feel free to get a few more of the more uh, sort of in depth ones because I have a lot of shite. Here. Somebody <laughs> wanted me to ask you. This is the question I've been
1: asking, they're trying to remember to ask every guest I have on Strange movies. Right. I I remember about fifty percent of the time. Right. So on the morning of April eighteenth, nineteen sixty one. Joe Simonton saw a silver disc on his farm. He went out, investigated, and actually stepped aboard the craft. He encountered three dark-skinned humanoids who handed him an empty jug. Joe filled it with water and brought it back for them. In return, they gave him some pancakes. Hmm. The question is, and this is a r- true story from UFO history. This, you know, yeah. if, as as much as any of these stories happen, this yeah. supposedly happened the question is would you eat the pancakes <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'd have to I wouldn't no I'm a bit weird with food like if food is like one day a day on the package and I'm not touching it I sometimes even the same day I get a bit weird about I don't that.
4: think the aliens had packaging on I don't it, trust they? them you don't well no to be fair that is <laughs> that sound was the logic. Yeah.
2: the the packaging yeah. Yeah. yeah the
4: aliens themselves it, was, it wasn't
2: hermetically sealed That's did it's he, not did the he describe the alien it. game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Did he describe kind of, you know, were the pancakes, were they heated? Was there a bit of maple syrup on them or anything, or was it just kind of? No,
1: no syrup, they were just plain pancakes. Uh, he he actually tasted them. He said they were very, very bland, like yeah, they didn't put any worse, sugar okay. in them. Yeah, so maybe their technology
4: mm. isn't as advanced as we previously thought. <laughs> yeah. Maybe
3: Flannelman would win after all. <laughs> yeah, he, I, I'd say he makes whopper pancakes, oh, no, to be no, fair.
4: Flannel that. man to make a good pancake. Maple syrup, bacon. Yeah,
2: he'd have syrup, yeah. Oh, oh heck yeah.
1: Yeah, there would be bacon involved, Spare, involved in there somewhere. Square so, just so melting away. <laughs> Eamon's a yes, Rob's a no. Yeah. I was initially a no, and then one of my guests was like, You better eat them because like, they have all the tech in the world. You don't want to offend them. I was like, Hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah maybe. True. Maybe. Let's... Allison, where are you on the pancakes?
2: I mean, but there could be something like some kind of technology in the pancakes
1: yeah. true yeah now Smart
5: you could also pancakes. be full of
4: uranium or something and you, you know yeah, exactly but right. I, look it's high again high risk high reward you miss 100 percent of the chances you don't
1: take
2: <laughs> So, <laughs> so I, be generally though yeah
1: you, you, you don't eat the food the fairies give you and you know they may or may not be the same thing so that's true yeah yeah i don't know That's i don't know
4: to what, so this guy who took the bite of the pancake and said it was bland did was there and nothing sort of more after that or no
1: know? and i believe he he saved one i think you can find pictures of the pancakes he saved one they they analyzed it it was just like a i think a normal kind of buckwheat pancake you know just without sugar or something They Jeez. they did some kind of analysis of it so just if that
2: one, happened today yeah. there would be like a Yelp review where somebody would be like worst pancakes ever yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah people had people had set up like uh you know like a restaurant marker on Google Maps and then start giving <laughs> bad reviews and stuff mm. that that happened over here there's like there's like somewhere just in the middle of town that's marked like someone's house like in some arsehole, <laughs> just marked it as a restaurant <laughs> and just a, a bunch of people giving bad reviews That is actually
4: stuff. a funny thing though if your buddy cooks you dinner yeah, and you yeah. just like Bombed yeah, his
1: house for being yeah. a bad
3: restaurant. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Patrick
1: B on Patreon asked oh. the pancake question. By the way,
3: so now this is what I'm telling these lads, um, and this will maybe Tim stir you into a more serious question. Bill Clinton's <laughs> dick asks if you could ha- if you could have the Mickey of any cryptid, which Mickey would it be? <laughs> 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 so this is the kind of questions that yeah. I have to deal with her this is, oh. <laughs> I think look if we take this question seriously I mean you know there's some dinosaur cryptids out there so I mean I'm going with a dinosaur dong
4: yeah but you see <laughs> As a human man, that, that <laughs> it might it, it might not be doesn't matter. Man. It just as a sort of for you, it's utility.
3: No, no, you just no, want no, to have, yeah. have to carry so to have your dinosaur. thing Oh, just for the day. Well, Bill Clinton's dick is writing the rules here, so I'm sure. Oh, he's he just. Going just to oh, sorry, I missed that part. If it's uh, all,
4: Oh no, you're you're uh, saying that it's just yeah, for the yeah. day.
3: Yeah, yeah, just well, for the day. That's just for the day, sure.
4: Go big or go home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is a centaur a cryptid?
3: Yeah, I think so, yeah, I think so. qualifies for sure. Wow. Allison, what do you reckon?
2: Oh, do I have to pick which <laughs> one Tim gets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, Tim, just let it, let, let's just put a little pin in here and just say that I have incredibly cruel things that I could say, but I'm just going to put a pin in here and just be, just say... Whichever one Tim chooses would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Lovely. Hey, man, what about yourself, I'll take that as my anniversary present. <laughs>
4: Jeez, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think. So you're going with a big dinosaur. Oh, yeah, course, yeah. To, out, you know? um, it, yeah, if my wife was here, I could ask her. Uh, she'd probably say, disparaging things. You're like, anything is better, Ima. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think Tim's on to something with the centaur, but uh, just for the sake, just for I'll go for Bigfoot. Oh, I'd go. say, yeah, can you imagine the amount of washing it'd take? Because Bigfoot's known to stank yeah, yeah. anyway, oh, yeah. so oh, Bigfoot's yeah. appendage is probably mm. uh, quite a blow to the nostrils. <laughs> now,
2: do you know, are they, do they have the, are they, I mean, I, I guess they're not circumcised, so like, oh, does yeah, Bigfoot... Nice.
4: If Bigfoots are out there in the forest circumcising each other, that like (laughs) ends everything we thought we knew. Where's the
6: evidence? (laughs) We haven't (laughs) found any Bigfoot foreskins (laughs) in the woods. Um, yeah,
4: I mean, uh,
2: if, if a foreskin falls in the woods and no one's there.
4: <laughs> to be fair, most Irish lads aren't circumcised. No, that we're that we're never that
2: that. Uh, so you do have these. something in common with.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that and a massive red bush. Yeah, probably.
3: <laughs> lordy, lordy. Turtlenecks for all. <laughs> Steve Jobs, just the Steve Jobs vibe. um <laughs> So, uh, Tim, you answered that one, didn't you? So maybe, <laughs> maybe you can stare us out of mire here with something okay, a bit more yeah, credible. See, I uh,
2: really want. Can we just have a show where just Bill Clinton's dick just? Sense questions, thing.
3: yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure.
4: We have Bill, Bill, Bill Clinton's digs good. Another one of my favorite one is Phil Schneider's hand. Yeah,
3: another yeah. So we Schneider's have
1: fingers, Phil Schneider's fingers.
4: Yeah, um,
3: we have yeah a lot of our patrons because we read out the patrons on the episode. So a lot of the time you'll get like nonsense names <laughs> just for the sake of that episode, you know. <laughs>
1: Patrick B. also asked about my skull collection. Oh, um, He said, have I ever considered building a throne from my skulls? <laughs> if not, why? There is no home that cannot be improved and beautified by the addition of a throne of skulls. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think I would, if they were the skulls of my enemies, certainly I would, I would do that. But uh, no, I'm, I'm too interested in drawing them to make anything from them, I think.
5: Mm.
4: Um, That's
3: uh, a pretty good question. Yeah. Oh, how, how do you feel about taxidermy? Oh, we go in there? I, I'm, you know, I, it's th- like this up? is an
1: Allison question. Actually, she, she's, she deals in taxidermy. I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. So here's the thing, <laughs> yeah. with me and all my skulls, I'm, I'm not really like, I'm not, I'm not super comfortable with the other parts of animals. So yeah, like, yeah. if, if I find a skull that still has gunk on it, I won't mess with it. Allison has no problem. She'll, she'll just clean it right off. I'm
2: uh-huh. like, oh If it's dry, it's a dry thing. If it's there's nothing, there can't be anything wet. It has to be yeah, dry and yeah, old. I gotcha. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um. So like, stuffed weasels? Cool. Or, or are we into them? Like, would you have another stuffed weasel on your desk or something? We have a. We here, I'll take a picture. of <laughs> You yeah,
2: do have a squirrel on a bike. There you oh, go.
4: <laughs> well, actually, they might be the, yeah. the 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 marketplace for this guy.
3: So, there's we found a guy on page or not page, on Etsy. Um, I was looking for stuff for the studio, like, because we're gonna set up our studio pretty soon. So, I was looking for like quirky oddities, and I found this bizarre Etsy page. And this guy has like, I'm not joking. He's probably sold about a thousand things. I think I checked his uh, feedback, but like he had something like 150, 200 listings of like. They stuffed rats in, like, different costumes and, oh, yeah. like... Oh, I think I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like... Yeah. He,
1: yeah.
4: he did, like, a Ninja Turtle one of an actual frog, frog with <laughs> tiny size
3: Raphael bandana. I was like... It's oh. absolutely <laughs> grim. Like, he's, <there's>, like... <laughs> the it, Pikachu I'm, like, rat. Yeah, it's like, a rat that's, like, dyed yellow like Pikachu. Um, oh, geez. there's one that's like a, a punk rat that has yeah, like a yeah. mohawk and it has a little denim waistcoat and stuff like that. Um, like they're really well done, but they're just so dark. That you're like this is just so weird. <laughs> like the know. squirrel
1: on the bike was a gift from a, a listener, TJ. Oh, really?
3: Nice, yeah. nice yeah. squirrel on the bike. That does, but but I'm not. Good. I'm not soliciting more. <laughs> Please, <laughs> that guy on that is rubbing his hands yeah. right now. He's like, yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, Nowadays it it's pretty. I uh, stuffed stuff is kind of. And I didn't really realize, but uh a lot of the time with that, all you're doing is you're just stretching the skin over like a sort of a, a clay shape, right? Yeah. 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 Like, I was
1: always surprised. Like they yeah. don't use, like you would think they would use the bones, yeah. but, but I mm-hmm. guess they'll deteriorate over time.
3: Yeah. So they just kind of do it in a shape, which is quite strange. Yeah. Um,
2: they are prone to a lot of like mites and um, yeah. the same kind of bugs that can get into wool and stuff. I mean, they're not, um, okay. True confession. Sorry for the person who purchased this, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a, a deer head that I sold fairly mm-hmm. recently, and it, coincidentally, or maybe not coincidentally, that day I, I ended up that I hauled it back from the auction. I did get covered with some sort of little bite. We well, all did. You it,
1: had it in the car. Yeah. Everyone who rode in the car got bites.
2: <laughs> yeah, and so the, I think it might have been related to something that still was hiding out in the deer. By the way, head. we did
1: not know for sure that yeah. we would not have sold that. Yeah. Like we yeah, I
2: wouldn't have sold it, no.
1: It, we put it together later on, like, oh, I think those bites came from that that deer head because we, one of our antique stores that we sell at was like, no, you cannot sell that stuff here. And that's the reason why.
2: Uh, yeah. We right, found out yeah. that it's actually illegal. And the other one was, is, is just like kind of, testing the waters <laughs>
3: yeah it's like I suppose like getting an old skull is like for a flea it's like free base and well, when they, it's getting straight for the meat like it's like flea, oh like yeah I can, I can get in at that meat straight away I don't even have to get
4: through any skin I guess so yeah and it's probably like a giant banquet because yeah. you know what I mean any little it,
3: could more be, it would have been a flea or something because if it was a bed bug you'd know all about it you'd mm. be still you
2: yeah know. yeah well it definitely wasn't a bed bug it, it wasn't like that it, it was almost like yeah I don't know if it was a flea or just some, some little bug that was like hanging out
4: Yeah. If if there's someone frantically scratching themselves as we speak, uh, maybe (laughs) you can trace this back.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, There's a write in here. This is an interesting one, actually. Um, Grant Robertson writes in, he says, uh, How's about which cryptid can you just make up right now that you want it to exist? I suppose, yeah. Which cryptid would you want to exist? For example, this guy just made up a North Sea cadger. Which is a terrible six foot tall, standing on its tentacles, octopus squid like being that lives in the sea but prowls the beaches of Aberdeen, the surrounding towns for willing victims. Scotty oh vibes, he says. Um, have you got anything there? Uh,
4: I was thinking one. I was actually trying to write a story about this before, but it was about um the idea of it was that, and I think it must have been to do with the pandemic. But it's like you know there was those. Uh, People who are very viciously anti-mask or pro-mask and all that sort of stuff. So I think the idea of this story was that, like, there was some woman walking around with a mask and she was getting followed by a guy who was uh, being very vocal about, Mm. like, it's, you know, why are you wearing a mask, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, she winds up taking the mask and this, like, creature crawls out of her mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just been wearing her as a suit. Oh, and goes yeah. in and sort oh, of yeah. devours yeah, the guy and then, like, wears him as a suit or whatever. And I think it was just... I think the subtext was like, "There's a virus that's spreading a lot when you take
3: off your mask." <laughs> <laughs> but,
5: but,
4: but yeah, I think something like that, some sort of big thing that just lives in like a body horror piece.
3: There's a real like, there's that. Have you that, have you guys seen this creature? There's um it's like a parasitic kind of like bug and it takes over the tongue of a fish. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah it yeah. acts yeah. as yeah. the tongue. It act, yeah. That's how it feels. So that's like, if you want to scale it up, like mm. that's pretty much not much of a difference, right? right. Cause that bug is tiny. Yeah. It's just sitting there in the tongue and the whole. In, in the animal
4: kingdom, there's some real, banana like even the whole cordyceps yeah. thing with, with the spores mm. come out and infect all the ants and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Or um, toxoplasmosis with the, the rat. Yeah. Elf. I was going to say, yeah.
2: The cat, yeah. And cats.
4: Scary person. Like, yeah.
2: There's a folkloric
1: story about a, a guy who, um, oh, what, what's it, which they call it? It's, it's, she's a witch, but I'm trying to remember the name. Is she, um, and in any case, the guy, uh, is afraid his wife is a witch and he goes and he goes to the local, you know, wise person or whatever. And they say, like, well, you got to stay up and, and see what she's doing. Mm. And, uh, he's, and they said, lock every, every, door and window in the house except one and uh so because he, he wakes up and his wife isn't there at night you know so he, he does this and then he sees uh the wife come back in and she she it puts or pulls on the skin oh, of his right. wife essentially like this witch comes in and pulls and then like lays in bed next to him and then that's how he knows she's a witch it might be a boohag story i'm trying to remember exactly which folklore which it was but there's definitely like a skin you know wearing the skin of people kind of yeah, witch story yeah.
4: And I suppose, even to to an extent, the skin walkers is like adjacent to that almost. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. wearing the yeah. more so the animal pelts and transforming and stuff.
3: The stranger in the bed kind of is always very creepy. You yeah, know, where yeah. you kind of lie in the bed beside someone and you think it's your and partner. And they crawl out from downstairs or something. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Alison's been doing that for <laughs> a long
5: time. <laughs>
2: I was just thinking about laundry day when you're when your when your skin suits dirty. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Just avoid the salt. Stay away yeah. from yeah. any salt. if um, you got any cryptids, Allison?
2: Oh, I was just thinking of one like just based on someone who might actually live in our town. It would be someone who has an exotic animal and is wearing their pajamas at three o'clock in the afternoon and is using one of those like mobility scooters as a form of transportation.
3: I thought he was in wow. prison draw exotic like <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought we have like,
2: people in our town like that where we have kind of like a bingo where there's always someone who just has like a yeah. macaw for no reason or yeah. like a big gigantic snake and they're just walking around town or they have like a mobility scooter and they're using it um as a car
4: yeah there's to be fair there's definitely like almost the things that are most likely we've talked about davy the snake yeah. the people the people in the town who who are sort of barely human. Uh, they're like, they're just yeah. about to turn. <laughs> you
3: know? They're in that liminal state. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, did I get you for the, the yours, Tim, if you got a cryptid?
1: Well, I'm going to modify two. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm going to say Dogman, except oh, nice. it's not like a scary wolf creature. It's actually... Like a pet dog man.
3: Oh, that's actually very, adorable.
1: <laughs> very loyal and friendly, and, yeah. and and you know much more of a a dog man or moth man. Except instead of like the bat wing thing, it's actually just a big moth with like the furry antenna and stuff. Because I'm I'm a big fan of moths. That I like moths.
3: That's actually legitimately scary for me because like moths, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a jumpy or kind of. Um, there's not really many insects that kind of um, spook me moths are right on the the threshold of right. it all i don't like big moths like you don't like Mothra really from like godzilla they give me the willies i don't know what it is about them yeah. oh, they're so like, so they, like they can't moths, hurt yeah. i don't
1: well like i don't know seriously. about where you i know in north america there's no moth that can hurt you
4: yeah, yeah. oh no so, for sure oh, no there's like, not in you. ireland there's literally no animal that can yeah. hurt you like not maybe fuck you up, like, but. yeah but like there's nothing we don't have yeah. in, like cougars or no. things you know you no. just have to mm-hmm. keep your wits. Wasp is the thing that's most commonly associated with pain over here. Mm-hmm.
3: I love them. I like. I, I think it's they look so cool, but when they're, I think it's more of their movement pattern, or maybe it's the fact that they're kind of dusty. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you buy a lot Isn't of
4: expensive. I don't like furry insects. No, but you buy a lot of expensive clothes as well. I think there's yeah. something, uh, something like yeah. You're like, don't be eating my Supreme hoodie, <laughs> <laughs> you West products. <laughs> um,
3: no, I don't. I don't know what it is about maths. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it is a fl- flying thing. Like I know people who were kind of uh, weirded out by birds, right? For that reason, because it's like a. The fluttering around, Clawstone kind of words, words them out. Um, mm-hmm. But even butterflies, like I'm a bit weirded out by butterflies a little really, bit. Yeah. yeah, they're so nice. Like though. I, like I'm fine with them. Yeah. Like I'm not. It's not like um, like I have friends that won't go near spiders. Like yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, terrified yeah. of spiders. Uh, it's nothing like that where I'm like, oh, I can't be an errand, but uh, yeah, there is yeah. something. One of, one of my
4: buddies had that. He's afraid of spiders, but he never admits to being afraid of them. <laughs> he <just> goes, <laughs> I'm not afraid of them. I just hate them.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me with raccoons after the raccoon attack.
3: I'm neutral on, <laughs> on raccoons. That means I don't have to like them, but I don't hate them. I'm neutral. <laughs> Do you actually have there's is, Um Do you actually have any kind of things like that that you're kind of creeped out or afraid of? Like assassin spider? bugs. Assassin oh, bugs. Yeah, no, I need bug. to look. Yeah, get the they
2: have they have the wheel on the back, like the wheel of death on the back of them. But is that part of what Tim? I'm not sure. Is that the part that's painful?
1: No, I think it's just to to make them look badass. Okay. They just have oh, like okay. a, like a saw blade on their back.
3: Yeah, they look. Gross. Look a, look at
1: wheel Jeez. bug. It's yeah, yeah. They have like a, their whole head is basically a, a needle they can jam into you and they, they shoot, they essentially shoot acid into you. And then, then, you know, that's how they dissolve their prey. So like these guys on YouTube, that'll let like anything sting them, you know, like bullet ants and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, uh, the murder hornets and stuff. They won't touch these bugs oh. because it's not a sting is this is a, it, a nasty wound that they will give you, and uh, a lot of times it takes months to heal.
3: And those guys are in America, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, they're out back.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, we,
2: yeah. There was one on um, our back porch like last week.
1: Oh. Yeah, they're very common. They they won't mess with you. The, the The biggest worry is like I for a while I had a job playing banjo on a train. Nice. A and uh, like an old like an old steam train. Mm-hmm. And they would have the windows open and they would f- sometimes they'd fly in and they get in your hair. And if you start like flicking at it and you don't realize it's a the, watch, you, yeah. you know, wheel bug and, you know, that you might get bitten that way. But unless you pick one up and really like like you don't want to pick one up, no. but it, otherwise you're, they're not going to bug you. It's not like, mm. you know, like uh, like yellow jackets and hornets and stuff get kind of shitty towards the end of the summer because they yeah, know they're yeah. dying off. Like, I, I don't think wheel bugs are the same way.
3: Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, other, aside from that, no, I'm not really bothered. I don't, I don't <clears throat> think insects and stuff like that don't really bother me. I
4: will say the one thing that I've seen that makes me uneasy, I've never seen one in real life, thanks be to God, but the camel spider, I think, oh, yeah, is a a a big, disgusting. Oh, and those weird. things are wicked. They're yeah, gross. they're so... <laughs> gnarly looking and even they like to have you ever seen how they eat things they don't have the venom so like a lot of the spiders they'll bite you puts the venom inside the body and that sort of dissolves all the insides and they basically suck Mm -hmm. uh, all the nutrients or whatever they need from from their prey the camel spider just eats you with these two little pincery teeth like there's no venom it's just so gnarly looking especially when they zoom up close on it and then, yeah, yeah, it looks
1: like Predator or something. Yeah,
4: it really does. And then I can't sleep anymore. And it's just, <laughs> it's not great, you know? Yeah, I'm, I am glad we do not have those. They're so disgusting looking, though.
3: Yeah, the yeah, they're, bigger they're, the spider gets, the more spooky they get, I think. I will say that much. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. That's a good with these but the camel
4: spider, I think the problem with that is, like, it doesn't really have, like, tarantulas are big and hairy. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of, a, a, I guess you could make an argument for some kind of cuteness mm-hmm. there. Uh, but the camel spider doesn't seem to have a lot. Like the hair is fine and see through, and just yeah,
1: Yeah, uh, they're 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 disturbing looking. Yeah,
4: Yeah. even as I'm talking about them, I'm I'm feeling my body (laughs) reject the the words.
1: Like I'm
3: not liking this. Um, yeah, no, no
1: venomous spiders there. Like no,
3: no, no, just the false widow, which kind of looks like a black widow, but it it um it isn't as potent i think its bike can be a little bit kind of whatever but like no there's Mm. nothing really there's actually nothing in ireland that's going to really give you a bad time like Uh, we, we don't even have rabies in ireland yeah. wow I'm yeah. moving there yeah we well we do <laughs> well, have ticks we do have ticks we do have lime lime is become that's very thing, rare yeah. as well it's like, getting yeah. way more common really yeah yeah, yeah. The, part of the reason with lime the reason why they say it's not as common is because people didn't really know what lime was until about but five five ten years ago here you know the so awareness, like I'm
4: just tired all the, time the awareness wasn't really here, yeah.
3: here for lime Jeez. like in America you can see especially where you guys are over there um there will be a lot of lime I'm guessing yeah Allison had it There you go. There you go. And how did did you get that? Was it bad?
2: Well, it was weird. I just, I remember seeing a tick Mm -hmm. and um, I removed it. And then a, a week later I had a headache that I've, like I can't even comprehend like mm-hmm. how awful it was. I got like everyone I know to give me pain medication. It was like not cutting it at all. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like I couldn't breathe and I ended up that uh. I actually thought I had a, like a, a tooth. Like I thought I had an abscess tooth. Mm-hmm. But it, um, I got there and during like the, just the hour that I was in the emergency room for that hour while they were um, checking me over, I was like, oh, I did have this tick and I pulled my, my pants up and I showed them and there's a big red ring. And they were oh. like, oh, you have Lyme. so that's what it was but then for like six months I had headaches like every day and it just and and like repeated courses of antibiotics just and they would help for a while and then as soon as I was done the antibiotics it would come back and yeah but I got lucky in that I knew what it was right away I can't imagine if it had been able to fester for a long time before I found out I was
4: about to say yeah there was a a girl we know here she uh, was in America for a few years or whatever but she went and uh, came back and must have gotten bitten, but never really knew what was going on. Or and obviously, we're not really geared to mm-hmm. to uh, treat that stuff no. very well over here. So she had years and years and years of just being totally fatigued, no energy, ah. an awful story. Um, God, yeah, it sounds like a really tricky one.
3: I was at <laughs> I was at a festival thing here in Ireland, and it was for like farmers and stuff. I was like really rural. And uh, yeah, the uh best said to describe your man talk and he was doing like a public talk and he was like this old Irish farmer. But like, I don't want to say he was pro-Lyme disease, yeah. but it was almost like he was advocating <laughs> for it. He was like, sure, when we were young, we'd be out in the fields and there'd be how many ticks would be biting us and we were fine. And there was no problem. It's <laughs> everyone nowadays, they're not outside enough and that's why they're getting it and stuff like this. But it's like, nah, I don't, I think, I think Lyme is just, it, it. You might get bit by 100 ticks and not get it, but it's that one tick that's carrying lime, right? Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, because I hike, I will occasionally get ticks, and every time I have a tick embedded, they, they gave me a course of antibiotics just because they said just you do not want Lyme and MS like I, yeah, because oh, they, yeah. they kind of mock each other's symptoms anyway. Yeah, and like, true. they said you don't want both. So they, they hammer me with antibiotics every time I come up with a tick.
3: Yeah. I, I actually got bit by a tick a couple of years ago. I didn't even realize Lyme was a thing at the time. I don't think. And, um, yeah, he was in me for like, he must've been, I'd say probably at least overnight. Um, but I was lucky. I, I didn't, I didn't actually get Lyme. Um, there was a little bit of a divergence there. So to wrap up the cryptid question, I would say a <laughs> dinosaur. That's what I want. That's all I ever want is a dinosaur. Oh, just give me a dinosaur. Um yeah, no, even when I was young, I think that's kinda how I got into this stuff. I, I think I got into cryptozoology by proxy by proxy because of the the idea that there was Um, dinosaur cryptids basically I was a Jurassic Park nerd Mm. and I found out that there was people in places saying that that there was dinosaurs still in the wild so that was kind of what kind of got me into cryptozoology in the first place I think Um, so yeah that would definitely be mine Tim have you got something there
1: yeah this is a a fun one what was the first single slash album you bought and why
3: oh I like this uh i've got a yeah i've got a couple because i was gifted one but the the one that i bought with my own money i'm trying to think um it's a band over here i don't know if you guys have known in um america really they did have a little bit of crossover but not that much but they're called the manic street preachers oh, oh
5: yeah yeah yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That they would have been I was, like, indoctrinated on them when I was super young by my dad's friend. He was, like, obsessed with them. He was from their area in Wales. So, um... I was very young. I think I was about six or seven, and I was in his house with my dad. And I think their singles had just come out for "Design for Life" or something. And I liked it. You know, he must have spotted me as a kid, kind of nodding along or something. He said, "You like that, don't you?" And I said, "Yeah, it's a good song." And so, pretty much then, like he was always burning me tapes of like other Mm. albums and stuff like that. And so, I think the first album. I probably bought with my own money, I think, was probably uh, This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours by Mannix Repeaters, I think. Um, yeah, so it was It was definitely a Mannix album, but it would have been one of those, I think. was like There was probably some dumb pop single that I can't mm. remember somewhere there, you know, when you're a kid and you buy something like that, but yeah. I can't really remember other than that. Yeah, no, definitely. I I
4: remember having big willy style on cassette did a summertime rap <laughs> you know like yeah 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 nice. i remember having that but i think the first and again that's kind of one of those yeah purchases where you're it's like 11 song, or whatever I, remember, yeah. I had the first single i think that it was uh whiskey in the jar by metallica Circle around Church. i was around 14 and i remember <laughs> saying to my uncle I was like, oh, yeah, I like this song. And then he gave me... Remember when people used to... No, no, No. he didn't give me that. He gave me um the Black Album on tape. Remember, you just would record, yeah, burn a tape. So he gave me that, and he had, like, sellotaped over the top to be like, don't take that sellotape off her. You'll be able to record over me tape. I was like, okay. (laughs)
5: Um,
4: So he gave me the Black Album, and then... I had like, cause back then, man, buying an album, that was a big commitment. Cause you'd never heard the proper stuff before. You just had, yeah. you had to save all your pocket money and you know, you were a kid. So I think I, I was listening to Tupac or I'd heard some Tupac and I still liked Metallica. And I was like, I don't know where to buy the Tupac album or the Metallic album. And I was telling my dad when I was like, I don't know what album to buy and blah, blah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, this man, Tuppence or Tupac or whatever <laughs> his name is. He's like, would he be saying, you know, MF for this and F that and, and I was like oh yeah there'd be a lot of that he goes I'd say your mother would be happier now if you got the Metallica album <laughs> so uh, because of that my first album then was uh, I think it was
1: like Reload
0: by Metallica uh, okay.
4: <laughs> so
1: wow so uh, before we get Allison's answer what was the reaction to Metallica doing an Irish song with whiskey in the jar be honest over there. Probably,
3: we, we really like the tune, but honestly, for just, just our age group, actually, I have a funny story about it. I went to see Metallica live, so me and Emin were very big into Metallica and, um, they um came to Tour Ireland or would have been around the reload this time. Is the that, um, when they didn't yeah. And they didn't play whiskey in the yeah, jar. The whole crowd everyone was like screaming for now, it. Yeah. Now oh, wow. I I wasn't there. I went to the next tour, which was the following yeah. year, and they had learned Um, to do a live so at the end they played Whiskey in the Jar and everyone went absolutely crazy Um, (laughs) I think what it is is right the Thin Lizzy version is fantastic and then obviously it's a traditional song as well Um, but I think a lot of Thin Lizzy fans would be Metallica fans. There's definitely a lot of crossover <laughs> there. So um, I think everyone was kind of happy to have Metallica doing it because, well, look, the honesty is you're not going to see Thin Lizzy do it anymore, yeah. sadly. Well, look, so, people are always say right, right.
4: it's never right. as good yeah. as the original and blah, blah, blah. And that's, like, fair enough. But uh, it's not like they... Completely reinvented, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a cover of a. James Hedfield's
3: drank a lot of whiskey. He's as qualified as anyone to sing that song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true, true, true. Everyone in the Irish audience would always say whiskey, whiskey, whiskey (laughs) over and over at the gig. So great band live as well, by the (laughs) way. Yeah, to be fair,
4: Metallica put on a great show. They're one of those because you have like you know you have to say the likes of Nirvana and stuff like that, or a lot of the grunge bands where they just collapsed or the person mm. died before they got and you kind of feel like if metallica had a hung up the jackets at a certain mm. point you know it's just they keep releasing stuff and you're like oof, oof
3: <laughs> <laughs> not i not sure I, about that one less no i think but they're, but, they're putting out no muck but like i think their tours are fantastic oh they've always of the been a great touring like, band i think yeah, they're one of the be best bands. I, I think without them like uh, there'd be a lot of bored metalheads you know so i think yeah. they're just one of them mm, the best kind of all-rounders for a show like and again like you said there's i, I wouldn't have been much of a fan of the later stuff but the earlier stuff is fantastic oh yeah yeah, yeah you can't argue trailblazers you know yeah. that's all that's all you I listen to master
4: of puppets now and you can't help but oh, get involved. No, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know
3: um tim what was your first single
1: <laughs> let allison go while okay. i think right allison I will surely remember hers
2: the the embarrassing first like 45 kind of thing that i bought with my own
3: you can do the embarrassing and then the cool one as well
2: okay 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 that'll redeem me a little bit the the embarrassing one was uh material girl by madonna that's a show yeah yeah (laughs) that is a show
4: is that the one where she does no it's not Uh, where um, she
2: pretends to be uh marilyn monroe and she's yeah um, yeah Yeah. which which is the that (laughs) so
4: she does a rap in it's called America. It came out way later. Sorry, oh, that was way later. That's no, 90s. no, it just for some reason I don't know why that came to. Me. I just had like unlocked a memory of Madonna rapping, and my mind was like, "What's <laughs> happening right now?" That was recent enough. I <laughs> that was yeah, yeah, about well, about twenty years yeah. ago, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's no more embarrassing than like when Debbie Harry did it. In yeah, the, when she did Rapture in the late seventies. That's that's really embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, but it was early days. It was early days. We didn't know how rap was going That's go, true. So.
4: It was. It would. It is like you know. The rappers and 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 the kind of gangster rap community—they really—it was something that white people saw and they are like, "I think we can do this." It's just talk, and then you realize really quick, "Oh no, no. oh no, this isn't for us at all."
1: <laughs> I have made a terrible. Mistake.
4: Yeah, this doesn't sound cool like I thought it would at all.
1: <laughs> so, what's your cool one, Alison then?
2: Oh well, I'm trying to think. Well, then, we, then I probably went to kind of like um, Depeche Mode and Duran nice. Duran, and then nice. a bit of Violator nice. maybe was it? No, I mean actually, like when I was a kid, when I was, um, this is people are people. Just the single was like huge, and um, when I was nine, and I was like, oh, that was so big. But then, like when I was older, I probably got. My sister and I would gift each other stuff, so that's mm. probably when I started to get like cool stuff when I was like twelve or thirteen or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Not that the Smiths are that much better than Duran Duran, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh the Smiths are look, the Smiths are great as well. Uh, but that eighties pop music, I think, to be fair, is probably I think the last great decade of pop music because yeah, you had, yeah. agree oh, with them mm-hmm. You had what you had was um, electronic music started to come on the scene, so. For the first time, you had like bands that were all musicians having an electronic element. Whereas nowadays, I can start uh, an electronic band with not really much musical knowledge or like um, functionality as a band. So mm-hmm. you just had these really tight units like Ultravox and stuff. They put out mm-hmm. some great tunes. Depeche Mode were fantastic yeah. as well. Like Simple Minds. There was A lot of, really a lot of those that, then went on to. Like they're all corny now. Well, <laughs> yeah, they were great. But, like, but to be fantastic. fair, a lot of
4: bands that say would have been more heavy or whatever then adopted some of that kind of hazy, synthy sounds. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I definitely, um I enjoy the silence. Is like yeah. I, I've noticed that that tone to all my favorite songs have that same kind. Yeah, of... Yeah, well, it's
3: just the element of the uh, the emotion behind the tune. Yeah, or yeah the ambience yeah. of it. That's but, it. The ambience. That's yeah, the but they, but the Peshmerga were totally like corny like oh, violator yeah. was their first kind of album i think where you were like oh yeah this is like there's a bit of but that inspired like nine inch nails and, all and all i those was nice. about to say yeah well, so if you're into nine that, inch nails was... by proxy you're going to end up into depeche mode yeah. in reverse kind of almost you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah. it is it's like they're so related as a matter of fact i don't know if you guys have ever seen trent Reznor's like before nine inch nails became famous like oh yeah, yeah. His, his... he's a new romantic.
2: and it's funny and his family owns, like, a, a heating company. So, like, oh uh, there's there are resner heaters around oh, all the time serious? The place.
3: serious? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Interesting. He yeah. didn't
2: have
4: the build on him of a lad who could haul radiators yeah, around the place. It was cool. just the long, dark hair through yeah, you, but he had you know, the build of a lad hauling radiators. Above,
3: above the <laughs> Tim, what
1: have you got? I'm, I'm racking my brain, and I think it was... A novelty record oh. by Steve Martin, the the King oh, okay. Tut song. Oh, okay. remember King Tut?
3: I don't remember King Tut oh,
1: a, I'm not going to sing it. it, was, <laughs> it was, I I drove my family crazy with that. <laughs> so it was you know the B side of that was a was a banjo tune, ironically, not and right. uh, wow. you know, awesome. but uh, I didn't listen to that too much. I listened to the heck out of the the King Tut song, oh, yes. which. sort of a novelty comedy song he had done i think the maybe the the uh, king tut thing was touring the u.s the museums or something and at the time this would have been 70s you know so but i had seen him on saturday night live and you know he was the funny wild and crazy guy with the arrow through his head and stuff and that's probably what what sold me on it
3: what's your cool dude one then
1: Oh, I can't remember. Cause see, I'm the youngest of six. So I had uh, older yeah, brothers yeah. who had we all this cool music uh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I could just go take it will from theirs. Um, I do, I remember buying stuff that like, even though my brother, like next oldest to me was like ostensibly into heavy metal, what he called heavy metal, which was really just hard rock.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: But I started buying like real heavy metal. Like I remember I got the Celtic Frost album right. and I was playing it and he's like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? This is horrible. Like, I was like, no, no, this is heavy metal. He's
6: like, no, it's not. This
1: is garbage. And he was very offended by that. So I remember that was like, God, I was probably in sixth grade, you know, when I started like branching out and buying stuff. and I, I mean, immediately went, you know, darker and more extreme than, than he went. It was uh, deemed unacceptable.
3: So you were like <laughs> in like 1988, say, what age were you? 18. So- yeah, so you were 18 when D- D- a- R- I was born. So like, yeah. So you would have been. Did you get into like trash and stuff like that then around that time? Were you into trash metal and things like that? Oh that yeah, like yeah. yeah. I loved it. and stuff, was it? I
1: loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth, yeah, yeah. I was awesome. like the big, the big three. Mm. I saw Metallica open for Ozzy. Nice. I saw Slayer open for Black Flag. Oh, they were touring. Oh, hell. Oh, that's a weird one. Yeah, cool. They were touring in a Camaro. I remember. <laughs> Nice. and like all the punk kids like hated slayer and i was i think i was like the only person there was probably there to see both yeah yeah. 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 um uh, yeah so i yeah i saw uh exodus open for suicidal nice. tendencies so, you know so I, yeah I, I was way into that stuff
3: same yeah i think it was uh it was definitely all that stuff for me when i became a teenager yeah. i got big into the mountains it, it was funny though that all like
4: because I remember back when we started buying out, al- I think everyone gets like proper into music if they're gonna by about 14, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a few, a few <laughs> years prior or, 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 uh, or, or after. But, um, I know I used to work in like a kitchen. So I'd just be washing the dishes on the weekend when I was like 14 and you would earn enough money for two days work to buy one album because yeah. it was like <laughs> 20 pounds or whatever. And you would just have to go to like the rock section or the metal section and just base your purchase off the cover and just be <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> like yeah. all in. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. But I got really lucky with the second album I ever got was um Neon Ballroom by Silverchair, which they, they were kind of like, they were kids who started touring really young. They were kind of Nirvana-esque sounding, why. but they were only 14. Uh, but it was a great, uh, like uh, it still stands up as a really good album, but, uh, then you got less lucky other times. You know, I remember buying <laughs> yeah. coal a coal chamber yeah, and being like, what, yeah. what well, even is this? Well, we were kids
3: in the new metal era, so, like, you can imagine the amount of shite oh, we had. shovelware. We like were just good. getting
1: shovelware,
4: yeah. Um,
3: right, so, uh, how are we doing for time? Do we have... Tim, do you have one more question we'll do there?
1: Yeah, let's see. Let's see here. Um, there's so many. And I'm sorry to everybody who's... um we're not. Getting Maybe
2: to we could question. do
1: like an extra one. Yeah. If it's just boring us. Yeah, yeah. Gary B asked the question about the singles and albums. By the way, so um, let's see. Someone has. Okay, so some, someone here says. Um, uh, Monster fuzz guys. My mom was from Mayo, and I yeah. visited Ireland twice. I hope to visit a third time next year. I've climbed. ooh uh, Croak Cro- Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> Croak Patrick. Yeah.
3: Croak Patrick.
1: Yeah. Uh, visited. Is it Akil, Akil? Akil, Island.
3: Yeah.
1: Akil. Ashford Castle, and the Marian Shrine at Nock. Nice. Are there any l- legends, folklore, or liminal spaces, frankly, the whole country emits an intangible special feeling, <laughs> special to County Mayo, I should be aware of or be sure to visit?
3: Oh, County Mayo. Uh, I was up there uh, a while ago. And it touched on the big ones anyway. Yeah, there's, um, do you know what's up in Mayo? I think it's in Mayo. Um, there's a really cool, sometimes you'll see it on Reddit. It'll be like really highly upvoted because it looks cool. It's basically this big old, um, manor that would have been built by, I think it was, uh, maybe an English family. And, um, I'm talking probably, well, I don't even know a long time ago, mm-hmm. a couple of hundred years back anyway. And, um, it's basically surrounded by trees. So you have this canopy of trees and. It's a top-down picture of this big mansion in the middle of the woods, and it looks like there's no road to it or anything. There is a road, but it's just this cool, isolated, and um, abandoned place. Uh, I don't think it has a roof or anything anymore. There, I think there's a little bit of folklore tied to that, but it's more... Well, actually, there's more just interest in history. I think there's a lot of stuff from, like... Um, I think the IRA might have burned it down because it was it had had English owners and stuff like that at the time. Classic IRA, move. yeah, classic IRA. Vin- <laughs> <vintage> IRA <laughs> move textbook. Um, Is it Moore Hall? It could be that. That yeah. looks like what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah like, I
4: just seen it here. It has no. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's
3: worth seeing. I definitely go. It also has near there. I don't know if that um, writer in has ever played Resident Evil, but there's, <laughs> has that volume, there's a yeah. lake right alongside that. That looks like something. I resident evil as well it's really spooky uh and it's in the middle of nowhere when you're driving to get there there's like like i i don't know if you guys have heard that about ireland but like in a lot of rural places like you'll see little shrines to mary on the side of the road so Mm -hmm. you'll have like um Basically, like a like little, little grotto. A grotto, yeah. yeah. Well, like, um, maybe uh, some artifacts and pictures and things like um, that. Here's, funnily Lord enough that you said the, the place,
4: this is actually, there's folklore tied to this. So, See, folklore has it that the original founder, wine and brandy merchant George Moore, was told that the site he had chosen to build his home on at Muckloon Hill was unlucky and perhaps even cursed. Mm. Shortly after construction, George suffered a stroke which left him blind His son, John, then died following injuries sustained while in custody for alleged activity relating to the Irish Rebellion. There's the IRA. Uh, Other members of the family experienced tragedy over the years, too, but so do all families. Um, and while the house was burned down, it certainly was not the only one to suffer the same fate during the Irish Civil War. So there you go.
3: Definitely worth going to check that spot mm. out. And I think, uh, did I see anything else up in Mayo when I was there? No. But what I would say to you is check out the rest yeah. of Ireland as well. I mean, like you just seen there, we just on a whim... Pulled up just typed in spooky and then accounted. Um, if you go to, yeah, if you go to Wexford, obviously, you've got Loftus Hall, you know, you've got even Dublin, you've got the the Hellfire Club, and yeah, yeah, there's loads of places. There's all I mean, it's dripping in it, and it's the same. If you guys ever came over, um, Tim and Alison, like, uh, would definitely show you a lot of places that were like even on hikes. Like, um, there's a couple of hikes in Wicklow where you're kind of hiking in places where. Irish Republicans would have been hiding in the trees yeah, yeah. And, and, and living up in the mountains and then coming down to kind of raid um, the uh, English plantations and things like that. And you then know? you go
4: back further, even the Vikings yeah, and all the, the stuff that there. Stuff, I'd say you can't throw a stone around this place without hitting something haunted. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that um, question was from Patric- Patricia D on Patreon. Yeah. She also asked us, Alison, if we had any other unusual stories about uh, Monroe County, Pennsylvania. Um, I, I, I think I have one, but I'm not quite sh- specifically sure it's from Monroe County and it's something I've been holding on to. So I will say, Patricia, hang on. I think I have something coming up on, uh, it'll be a Patreon show probably, uh, with some pretty cool folklore from that area, but I'm still working on it. So I, I think it's from Monroe, but I could be wrong. So I, I don't I'm, even know where
2: Monroe County is. Pennsylvania is so big. Like it's like, mm. if we drive from here to, to ohio it's like six or seven hours so it's probably longer than getting from like what from the north to the south of ireland right yeah
3: yeah it takes like yeah like i think uh, from tip to tip you're looking at maybe i would say max max like seven eight nine hours something like that like it's not it's nothing um ireland is super small you know, it's a tiny little spot. Um, and, and, and even in spite of that, there's a lot of, um, kind of, uh, rural areas here, which is kind of weird, but you can't get lost in Ireland. Like you, mm. you'd want, you'd want to be hard pushed. That's why the cryptid stuff in Ireland never really gained legs was because like, realistically, where could any animal be? Um, everything that was in any way different would have been hunted to extinction in, in any case, regardless, like wolves and stuff like that were hunted to extinction. Years ago in Ireland. Um
4: like literally, yeah, you're right. You'd have to be stuck in a liminal loop. Yeah. To get stuck you'd in have to be if you just walk in a Bigfoot. direction for four <laughs> hours. Yeah, like you'll either get to the sea or you'll just get to someone like it's impossible maybe to maybe that's faster.
3: why Bigfoot became liminal, you know. He, had like, to. he started
4: in Ireland and he was like, This is not gonna this is not gonna work out from
1: there. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. That
3: could be it.
4: <laughs> that could be the origin of the green Bigfoot Tim. There you go.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so I think we'll we, we leave it there, folks.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I think, like Allison said, we'll try to attack some of these other questions uh, for our patrons. And, and, uh, yeah, we've and
2: got, then we'll yeah. just make up the responses that you guys would yeah. have done. And then, <laughs> just do do you want to be Rob or do you want to be Eamon,
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to be Eamon's wife. <laughs>
5: oh yeah, yeah. Then
4: just just demand really expensive fridges, and you're you're pretty much there. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I had a, I had a Brazilian uh, art teacher, and she used to call me Timote Timote,
4: what? The uh, the way like the way they say stuff makes you just want to give him a hug immediately. Like <laughs> really? no matter what, it's just like
2: no. He is the um.
4: Who is the one that says the traffic? It's like, the lollipop man. Oh, the lollipop! Very silly, very
3: trashy. You're like, oh, Jesus, Paula. I've looked out. I've looked out. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, we um, we should do something at Christmas. I think, folks.
1: Mm. That sounds good. Yeah, but, but it's a plan. Yeah,
3: yes, yeah, yes. We'll, we'll we'll get some. I think we did we did Christmas last year, didn't we? I think we did. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So we'll get back to that.
2: But how much fun yeah. would a Thanksgiving special be with people to, who don't celebrate Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, true, yeah. too. That's
3: true, too. I always forget as well on our Discord when Thanksgiving comes around. I'm like, shit, I need to, I need to say, uh, give the Americans a shout out. Yeah. Cause it's a big thing for you guys, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah that's well, Alison's that's favorite so. holiday, I, I believe, right, oh, Alison?
2: Really? Yeah. Because it's food based. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, that the makes now, sense. Like, people don't have to argue about their religion or the mm, politics, true. like everyone just likes to eat. True. I mean, there's the colonization factor, which is sad, but it's at this neutral, point, it's such man. an American, yeah, it's such an American, a modern American holiday to just eat and be
3: yeah. slovenly. <laughs> yeah it's no, it's a, it's a cool one for sure I like Black Friday look that's made its way over here you know so we're oh, they, they have, yeah. yeah they have the they do all the Black Friday stuff here now um, I don't
4: think Ireland's taking it to the extremes just yet well, they're getting, they're getting pretty, <coughs> lads, I mean almost every shop has and digs at each yeah, other. Like, uh, no but I mean they're not
3: queuing up overnight no. for, for well, the, some people so, uh, yeah last year there was people queuing up overnight in uh, Grafton Street because there's like things. one TV yeah, that's yeah. half price. well they mark whatever. them up now like so the, right now TV <laughs> prices have been marked up, Yeah. And then yeah. when Black Friday comes around, they're marked back down to their normal price. Like nothing's crazy. actually worth anything. It's <laughs> just like, awesome. we put <laughs> I got twenty percent off this TV. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah,
4: like the realization of being like a 14 year old or no, I was older, I must have been. But yeah. Little little bit of smoke and stuff. And then it was like, wait a second, we just agreed a price on things, it's not actually worth anything. <laughs> 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 wow, I think I'm the first one to ever think this. <laughs>
1: Um, money is a safety system what if we just printed more
4: (laughs) (laughs) these economists just shaking their head at you like no no no
3: I think uh, China's doing just that right now actually to be honest Mm. I just read an article about that short short term planning yeah yeah Yeah, guys, uh, will we leave it there? Mm, Always a pleasure. Yeah, say happy
1: Halloween to everybody.
3: Happy Halloween, Halloween.
4: happiest Halloween.
3: Thanks for tuning in, folks. And um, the Fuzzy Familiars will be back for Christmas.
5: Sounds great.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, folks. Bye. Bye.
1: Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Once again, happy Halloween.
2: Will there be more questions if you are a patron?
1: Yes, we have more questions. We were sent a lot more questions than we got to with Robin and Eamon.
2: We tend to get chatty.
1: Yeah, and we kind of chose the, a little bit more lighthearted questions for them. Mm. Things are going to get a little deeper, and we'll have more questions for patrons. So stay tuned for that, patrons. Again, if you want to hear that and all of our other patron shows patreon.com slash strange familiars. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back soon with more.
7: Looking for something to do after Halloween is over? Are you into the strange, bizarre, and unusual on November 3rd, 4th, and 5th, the Strange Realities Conference is coming back to Nashville, Tennessee and streaming online. Come join us for three days exploring mysteries, supernatural, the occult, weird history, and more. Featuring lectures, presentations, and workshops by Tim Banal, Zach Hunt, Chelvelin Vance, Rand Collier, Tobias Whelan, Brent Rain, Joshua Kutchen, Kiki Dombrowski, Recluse, Nathan Isaac. Christopher Ernst, Aaron Goulias, David Metcalf, Timothy Renner, Mallory Samwitzki, Soraya Azkath, and special guest Steve Berg as your Master of Ceremonies. Make sure to join us for the fun and informative weekend online and at SIR Nashville November 3rd and 4th and online only November 5th. Tickets are available at strangerealitiesconference.com.
1: Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Color Arts. Intro and background music is by Stone Breath. If you want to hear more or purchase music, you can go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com. Strange Familiars is on Facebook. For those old people out there who use Facebook, like us, facebookcom slash Strange Familiars. What were you going to say?
2: I don't really even really use Facebook. <laughs> it's
1: because you're young. You're not old like, like me.
2: No, I was just going to say I really. I, you just update my MySpace and my. Uh... Friendster. Mm.
1: we're on Instagram at strangefamiliars, one word, no underscores. And on the web, you can find us all the time at strangefamiliars.com.
6: Ciao. me now, I'm your child father. Then they'll turn me in your arms, as a are lying, wall. Hold me tight and fear me